Right then, <clears throat> hello and welcome to a podcast, new one of the week, and since last we spoke, um, I've, I'm here in the shed that is my home studio, in fact someone else from the radio came round to the house last week and so I gave them a tour of the shed, and they said this was acoustically good, yeah? There's not a lot of echoing. It's actually better than I, even I realised. Um, and then I rejig things a little. Got a new shelf over there because those books were just piling up and now they're on a shelf. Still not going to read them, but they look better. And then I've got a light over there now. Basically, there's more light in the shed. So hopefully I will feel happier. It's not going to happen, is it? But hopefully there will be more positivity in the podcast and radio show. Let's find out the hard way. Here's what we did on radio earlier today. Monday the 13th, which I always feel surely that's more unlucky than Friday the 13th, because at least Friday the 13th, you've got the weekend ahead. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, try and make the best of this, Monday the 13th. Oh, also, things we've not spoken since the weekend, and I did two gigs, Friday and Saturday night in Bethnal Green. Thank you very much for people who were there to enjoy the show, but especially to, and I'm half remembering the name, I hope I'm getting it right, because I was a bit distracted about having to go on, on stage stuff. But Maria, was it Maria? If I might be getting your name wrong, do get in touch. Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen, I'll apologise. But um, she came up before the start of the first show and just went, Time 107.5. <laughs> Should have recorded it, could have got a jingle out of it. So that was nice. She listens to me on the radio, she saw me on stage. So it's really nice to meet a fan. She didn't call herself a fan, that's more my word than her, but she's not here to correct me, so let's just say that, shall we? I've got to do something to bolster my confidence. Um, what's on the show today? Well, there's a thing about Gordon Ramsay. The correct shoes for doing stuff, we'll talk about that. Wormholes have been discovered by, I believe, boffins, which means time travel could be possible. I feel a new thread coming on. A new strand of feature on the radio show about time travel. And if you like swearing, then you've come to the right place. We'll talk more about that later. It's not often we talk of the cost of living crisis with some positivity. And this one takes a little bit of a leap of logic, but in the newspapers, scientists have found that swearing can make you physically stronger and help you overcome pain. Potty-mouthed test subjects um, object, they were basically they could deal with more pain the worse the words were so it's not just about loudness of words you know there's like normal swears and then there's bad swears and there's like oh you can't say that there's an offcom list of swear words if ever you become a broadcaster and if I were you I wouldn't you, there's an offcom list of words and they're categorized as like mild moderate offensive and it's one of the funniest things I've ever read it's just brilliant Literally, there was a word on that Ofcom list. It's a very rude word, but I'd forgotten it was a thing. And now it's in my stand-up set. Ofcom have really gone the wrong way around this thing. I forgot about that word and now I'm bringing it back. But I like this because it's very difficult to see a GP at the moment. And if you can't get through to the GP, firstly, you're already swearing. And it turns out that will then help you. And to be honest, even if you could get to the GP these days, I'm not sure they'd really help, because now the research tells us that swearing will relieve pain. You go to the doctors in pain, they'll just prescribe three and a before meals. Which is what I do anyway. Look, here's a science-y, it's almost like an alien story, but it's not. It's not to do with space, it's to do with time. Ooh, space time. 
Wormholes through space-time could exist, say boffins. The phenomena, usually seen in sci-fi movies, is said to make journeys across the universe a lot shorter. Scientists reckon that wormholes may magnify light by a factor of 100,000, which makes spotting the tunnels a lot easier. Well, that's good of them, isn't it? Chinese teams that this can be done using gravitational lensing. Well, I'll keep an eye out. I do worry slightly about this, because if there are wormholes through space and time, space time, it means time travel is possible. And with gravitational lensing, that means, you know, I normally worry that our FM signals could be picked up by aliens, because they're sent out into space at the speed of light. Well, if they go through a wormhole, these could be picked up by people in the future. And if they could use the wormhole, they could broadcast back. Isn't that terrifying? We could be sat here, and if they pick 107.5 megahertz, we'd be sat here chatting away, and all of a sudden we get some sort of message from the future. I don't know how that would sound if we had a message from the future. Maybe there'd be some sort of static that starts building. Steve, can you hear me? I've been monitoring your radio broadcasts from the future. I'm you in the year 2034. I'm broadcasting back to what I hope is 2023 with a warning. The ULES zone. It's fine when you are, but it keeps expanding. When you get to the future, you have to park in Scotland and walk home. It takes ages. Also, did I leave it too late to tell you about Liz Trust? I'm losing the signal. I'm losing... Oh, stay alive! Stay alive! Back in the studio. And I, I promise you'd hear the message and I wouldn't, so I couldn't do anything about it. But then again, I suppose it's not likely, is it? Time travel and all that. I think we're stretching it a bit far. Um, Jimmy Choo, you know the shoe people? The Jimmy Choo shoe people? They're flogging tatty-looking builder's boots with graffiti on the side for, wait for it, have a guess how much. So they're builder's boots, they don't look new, they've got graffiti on the side, but admittedly the graffiti says Jimmy Choo. So, how much would you pay for that? That's a silly question. How much do you think you'd, they'd pay for that? Other people who are idiots. £695? 700 quid For tatty old boots, just because it's got someone's name on the side of it. The luxury shoemaker has teamed up with Timberland. Uh, customers poke fun at them with one saying, uh, Jimmy Choo uh, saying, uh, saying that they should be jailed for charging that much. Fashion's a weird thing, though. Did you see Sam Smith at the Brits? Interesting, interesting outfit. If you didn't see it, how would I describe it? You know if you got yourself in a bin bag and then tied it up and started to blow into it? A bit that kind of vibe. Like, just when I'd seen pictures of Sam Smith in the inflatable outfit, I mean, put it this way, Sam wouldn't drown. Um, but then I saw the headline about Canada shot down an unidentified object over their skies, and I thought, what idiot put helium in Sam Smith's outfit? Come on, hands up. Do you know what? I might look like I've got no sense of fashion, but at least that leaves me 700 quid better off. In the news, the traditional night out on the pool is dying out, apparently, because half of under-30s are just not into it. And that's difficult, because if half of them aren't, you're just going home on your own, aren't you? Eh? They're using dating apps instead. The number of people online lovematching has jumped by 146% ahead of Valentine's Day. Yeah, but we live in the era where we're so used to getting stuff delivered on Prime. Single people will be leaving it right until the last... Oh, today, the last day. Going online. Can I get... Can, you, can they send me a partner? Is that doable? Probably is, actually. Let's not look into it. Um, but it does mean that more and more people aren't going out on the pool. Sharking, as we used to call it back in the day. Which is a shame, really. I mean, in some ways it's a shame. I worry about my kid. By the time he grows up, 
Like Generation Z people, they're not drinking, they're not trying to pull. In comparison, I'm cool. Do you know what I mean? That's weird. By the time my little lad grows up, they'll all be monks. Then again, I suppose it'll keep him out of trouble, so I shouldn't moan. It's in internet news, Virgin Media has been criticised after its latest broadband ad shows a cow riding a motorbike in the Scottish Highlands. And I saw that and thought, no. I know some people will moan about anything. But are some people actually saying, oh, you can't show pictures of cows riding motorbikes. What if it gives people ideas? Who? The cows? Firstly, they're not going to see the advert. And if they do, what cow is going to think? Mmm. But obviously in cow language, that means I'm going to get me a motorbike. But no, the reason people have complained is that thousands of homes can't get any service up there at all. Oh, that's a slap in the face. Uh, the advert sees the Highland cow riding a uh, stunning Glencoe. Oh, in the area. No idea. Um, but residents there have slammed the campaign with one saying, Hey! But that's Scottish for uh, stupid advert. I can't even get virgin. At least I hope that's what they were tweeting about. And to give us the very latest in what's happening in the world of entertainment, we can turn to my friend who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What have you got for us this time? Gordon Ramsay says he's perfecting a Saturday Night Fever-style dance for his daughter's wedding. Wow. Look, mate, if you don't want her to get married, just say. You don't have to sabotage it like that. No, I think he thinks it's a good thing, Stevie. Are you sure? He has been inspired by his daughter Tilly, who was on Strictly, so he wants to do a dance at her wedding. Well, in that case, it's a good thing she didn't go on I'm a Celeb. Why? Or he'd have to eat rude parts of a kangaroo at her wedding reception. And then complain about how it was cooked. Ah, <laughs> I forgot that you could be funny. I know, right? Um, listen, thank you very much for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. Listen, today's the 13th. Tomorrow is the 14th, Valentine's Day. So, if you would like to get any messages, not like proper shows that are doing it on the station, in the afternoon we don't really do things properly. If you would like a message read to your partner, you have to send it in the form of a love poem. And we'll do a handful of love poems tomorrow for Valentine's Day. A Valentine's Day special. Just be careful what you rhyme with, but we all know what we're doing. We know what we're doing. Send me lyrics, basically. So we'll do that tomorrow. More than half of adults would rather get their favourite snack of crisps than chocolates for Valentine's Day. 70% of us would prefer a gift that was given some thought rather than something that was simply expensive. Come on, let's not aim like that high. I mean, I know there's a cost of living crisis going on, which means we don't have a lot of money, but I've got even less effort and attention available, so... Uh. I mean, nothing quite says I love you like a bag of uh, pork scratchings. So, we'll see, I'll tell you what, we'll see how that goes when I get home. And I'll report back tomorrow. That's the podcast done then. What's the one? Oh, this is not really a big story. It's almost like a, a little update. You might have seen it on Twitter. But in the papers, Zippy was put through the crusher every two series of Rainbow because he got so dirty. And it feels like the same should have been said of uh, Rolf Harris. So there we go. Um, you're up to date with all the various newsy things. We'll do another one tomorrow. Till then, oh, subscribe and tweet and all that at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till then, bye.